Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to Ermia Matters, a podcast about higher education, risk management, and insurance. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone. This is Jenny Whittington, Ermia's Executive Director, and welcome to Ermia Matters. It is late summer here in the Ermia home office, and we're about just about a month away from our big annual conference. And today we are bringing you episode of the Presidential Update with our favorite host of the podcast, Julie Groves. Welcome, Julie. Thank you, Jenny. Now, we don't want to hurt any of the other hosts' feelings. All the hosts are good. So, you know, <laughs> let's not hurt anyone's feelings. But I'm glad to be here. And it's also in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It's also late summer. So that's a coincidence, isn't it? It is. I can almost feel the change of the weather in the air. The leaves I walk are starting my to dog. fall. Yes. I walk my dog in the mornings and it's been a little bit cooler and crisper. And I do have to say fall is my favorite time of the year. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So it'll be here before we know it. So it's been a minute since we've done our last podcast on been. the presidential update. But yes fact, it was in February, right after my favorite regional of the year in the happiest place on earth in Orlando. Where you got to see your favorite character. I did. Pluto was so cool. I mean, I get him a little mixed up with Goofy sometimes, but you know, they're both dogs. And that was awesome that you guys brought in Pluto. That was a, a good memory in February. So tell me, what has been going on since since the month since February? Well, it has been a whirlwind. I mean, we have been very, very busy. And, you know, Ermia has been busy. I've been busy on behalf. You and I have been busy on behalf of Ermia. So we had the Northeast Regional in Boston in April, and that was great. It was really fun to go up into that neck of the woods, as they say down here, and see the folks who are up there. And there are some really great educational sessions. And then we also had the Western Regional Conference in Anaheim, your other favorite place. Yeah, I got to go to that other magic place on the West Coast. I think right after we talked in February, you got to go out there and it was your wedding anniversary. 25 years. Wow. So I think you got to have some extra time out there, right? Didn't you have some extra time out there to celebrate? Arrived a little early, stayed a little late, you know, because yes. California is a fair distance from Indiana. <laughs> it's a real fair distance from North Carolina. So Indeed. So I didn't make it to that conference, but I know that you did and I know you enjoyed it. And so, you know, and then in, in late March, we hosted some of our affiliate members at the conference hotel in Baltimore to give them a bit of a sneak peek at the facilities. And we also like to just take those opportunities to talk to our affiliate members and hear feedback and suggestions from them. And we really value our affiliate members, you know, and we could not be successful without them. So it was good to be able to spend some time with the folks who came and they got to see our awesome hotel. And then at the end of April, We got to go to New Orleans. Yes, and that was very fun. We got to see the hotel for our 2024 annual conference and look at some of the options for event spaces. We got to join a little jazz parade down in the, well, I don't think we were on Bourbon Street, but we got to join a little jazz parade and then we got to 
it was really fun. We got to throw beads from a balcony down on the revelers. So it wasn't Mardi Gras, but we had a little taste of that. So I think that's called a second line. A second line. Yes, you're right. Yes, you it took us from that. one place to another correct. place. And we yes. had a band and we followed them and it was very festive. And I would recommend that everybody participate in a second line at some point in their life. And they might have the opportunity when we're in New Orleans. That is year. correct. So, I mean, it was just really, it was a lot of fun to be there. New Orleans has a lot of really cool places, a lot of event. There's a lot of history there. So it was really great to see. So I don't want to steal the thunder from Baltimore, but go ahead and put the dates for New Orleans on your calendar, September 28th through October 2nd. And we are going to have a great time. While we were there, we were very fortunate that we happened to be there the weekend of the New Orleans Jazz Festival, which is a pretty legit event. And (laughs) I was not the true diehard. I only went to the first day of the festival, which was really, really great. And P.S. enough for me. But Jenny, (laughs) Jenny was a diehard and Jenny went the second day. And the really the main reason I didn't go the second day was because it was raining and it was pouring rain. Yeah, I was not interested in that. But Jenny, a few of the diehards went and Jenny Jenny went. And so, Jenny, tell us what your most favorite thing about the jazz festival was. Well, I'd never been to a music festival of that scale, I have to admit. I thought maybe I was prepared for that, but I'm still confused if there were 400,000 people there that day or if that was like the whole time number. But it seemed like 400,000 people (laughs) the day Mm -hmm. we went Mm because that's just a lot of people. And I think we all know post-COVID, that can be a little overwhelming. Yep. But yeah, the second day, I was very fortunate to be a guest of the Marriott, who is hosting our conference next year. And they took me to these special seats to see Ed Sheeran. And it it was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's great. It was one of the highlights of the year. So thanks for asking me about that. And he was by himself, right? No band. It was all alone. And he had just won his lawsuit. So that was cool. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it was super fun. And it was pouring down rain and we did get very, very wet, but it was well worth it. Well, Well, good. Yeah, I was happy to stay dry. (laughs) And uh, I'm happy that you got to see Ed. So I know that was your, that was one of your highlights of that visit. Yes. Yeah. So and some other things Ermia has kind of done since we last chatted, we've launched some new communities. And one of them is our solo risk professionals community. And it's a community for those folks who are a department of one like I am. And we have about 62 members. And we're actually planning an in person get together at the annual conference in Baltimore. So that will be nice to see people in person. So it should be on our schedule in our new app. So be sure to check that out. And if you're a member of the community, I'll be sending an email out to remind you guys, but we'd love to see you there. Yeah. And if you are a solo risk manager and you're not part of the community, give us a shout. Let us know. We'll add you. Yes. And, you know, I think one of the things Ermia has really been focused on in the last few years is getting our association's name out to other organizations and associations so that we can become better well-known. And I, I will truly give you kudos for that, Jenny. I think you're a great you're a great ambassador for our association and you really work hard to get us lined up with these other groups and to attend their meetings and their conferences. And so we were able to do 
uh, a little bit of that. And so in May, I got the honor of going with you to the Chima meeting in Providence, Rhode Island. We had a little flashback to some of our conference events when we had our annual conference in Providence. But why don't you tell the folks what Chima is? Sure. It's the Council of Higher Education Management Associations. And Ermi has been a member of Chima, I mean, even long before before I got here. Um, Nakubo started this group, I'm guessing, I don't know, 30 or 40 years ago. And Nakubo does the administration for it. And it's a, probably up to 40 different higher education associations, some of them in student affairs and some of them on the administrative side of the house. But we have two meetings a year. And the one we went to in Providence is the one where the chief volunteer officer, like Julie, attends together with their chief staff person, which was me. There were probably 75, 80 people there. It was was a big group. I think Providence is a sweet spot because there are so many associations that are in the Washington, D.C. area, and it's pretty easy to get to Providence. And they had a great agenda. We talked about things about like board governance. We talked about what's going on in higher education. We heard a session from two presidents of universities that Educause sponsored. And we always hear a Washington update from Liz Clark at Nakubo. So it's always a really great gathering. And the really fun part is that these cities host this meeting. So Providence hosts us and they kind of take us all around the city and show us all their, you know, kind of bells and whistles because they know all of us have our own meetings. And just in fact, Ermia is going to partner with ACIDI, our sister association in the event conference space for our Northeast regional next year. And it is in Providence. So definitely mark your calendar for that one. So Chima is a great group. And yeah, over my tenure as executive director, I've gotten to know the other associations really well. And I kind of compare it to the camaraderie that you all have together in your space. When I get together with the Chima chief staff officers, we have that same camaraderie because, you know, we share in what we do together. So I'm so happy that you got to be a part of it. And we did get to go go go-karting. We got to go go go-karting. I had a great time. And we also got to go axe throwing. (laughs) I I failed at the axe throwing. (laughs) I never made contact. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's exactly true. I think you did, but I think you just gave up too soon. I'm a weakling. It's true. That was fun. But, you know, I will say about Chima, you know, I think working at a smaller institution like I do, you know, you just don't realize all of the dozens and dozens of student organization associations, I guess, or higher ed associations. I mean, certainly we know about the auditors and the attorneys and, you know, that. But I mean, it was amazing to me, the representatives that were there and the organizations they represented. I mean, there's an association for everything. Everything. Every single thing. (laughs) That was amazing. And then we actually sort of ended that, coincidentally ended our time in Providence by the board and chairs did some diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging training. So that was good for us to do that. I think it's always good to have, you know, take as many opportunities as you can to know, learn more about that. So, yeah, um, I was really happy we were able to do that. It was part of strategic goal four, kind of indirectly. It's something I'd been looking at for the staff. And then we're like, well, gosh, if we invest in this, why not open it up to our board members, our committee chairs? And I thought it was really 
really helpful. So thanks for, for doing that for us. Sure. Then in July, July was really busy for us because we first headed to Nakuba's annual conference in Orlando. And I was one of the presenters of the future of risk management in higher education, a look into the crystal ball, but no crystal balls were involved. And I did that with my friends, Barb Davey, Jean Demchek, Kathy Hargis, and Margaret Tungseth. And so, Jenny, I know you're very faithful about submitting sessions to Nakubo every year. And so we were really pleased to be included, you know, in their schedule this year. And we hope that'll continue in the future. Nakubo is such an excellent association and they put on a great conference. So I love bringing Ermia members and sharing that experience with our members because it really gives you a lens in what is all on the business officer's plate as well. They have a lot going on there. And I always think it's interesting to go to their sessions and hear what's on their minds and the topics that are being brought there. So if anybody's ever interested in submitting to the Nakubo call for presentations, reach out to me. We can partner in on that. We would love to have more than one session on their agenda every year. So help make that possible. Reach out to me. And I will just put in a little anecdote. My good work buddy, Marnie Matthews, who's the AVP for finance and controller at Wake Forest. She also presented at Nakubo, but she got to hang out with all the Ermia folks. And she has proclaimed that the risk managers are way more fun than the business <laughs> officers. <laughs> well, she just doesn't know the right business officers. But I mean, Ermia people are fun. They are fun. So she thoroughly enjoyed being an honorary risk manager for a few days. So and then the week after Nakubo, we headed to the College Business Management Institute, which is an annual week long sort of educational conference that's put on jointly by Sakubo and the University of Kentucky. It's at the University of Kentucky in Lexington. And so Ermia had quite a few members who were, quote, faculty. And we taught sessions. And this is a program where, you know, people who work in different areas of business or whatever at a university can come. It's a two-year program. They come the first year and they go through certain courses and then they come the second year and go through the remainder of the courses and then they graduate from the CBMI. I think after the third year. Oh, they after the third year? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's three years. So it's not really an open conference that anybody can go to. You have to be accepted into their program. But, you know, I know Wake Forest has sent people from our business office there. And in our session, which was hot topics in risk management that I did with Gene Demchek, we had probably 70 people in there, 80 people in there. And they were from all parts of the university because we did a little poll at the beginning. So, you know, it was a good opportunity to sort of help people who are not involved in risk on a regular basis understand what's on the horizon for risk managers. So, and, you know, UK, they do a great job with that. And it's been going on, this was shocking to me, for 70 years. Yeah, it's older than Ermia. I mean, I mean it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it is. And I mean, I was so impressed. I've been aware of this program for a long, long time because Armia members in the past had presented and I had asked the board probably a year, maybe two years ago, could have been even during the pandemic, if we could really get more involved in CBMI. And it was really fortuitous because they were kind of relaunching their program kind of to celebrate their 70th year. 
So yeah, we coordinated four different sessions and two were in the first year track. So that was over 330 people. So those people heard about kind of the fundamentals of insurance and risk management from Anita Ingram and Susie Johnson. And then they also heard about compliance from our Robin Oldfield and Todd Adkins. And then the other session we did, the fourth one was ERM boot camp that Gretchen Fitzgerald and Mark Anderson did. And kudos to all of you for doing that. I was really impressed with the UK program and anybody who wants an intro into higher education in general, it would be a great three or four day investment. Just a lot of camaraderie, meet other people at other institutions who do what you do. And they have a lot of fun too. Mm -hmm. It was really, really worthwhile. So hopefully we will continue to be involved in that. So thanks for kind of helping us get in, get our foot in the door there. And then the first week of August, the Ermia staff came to my hometown, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, for a little mini retreat. And we had a great time. We had a great time. We did some planning. We did strength finders and learned you know, what our strengths are and our less than strengths are. And <laughs> so what did you think about your time here, Jenny? Oh, well, I mean, I think first off, I mean, Julie is a great host. She made us feel super welcome. And we had a tour of her very impressive campus. And we had this really cool shuttle driver that drove us all around because it's a little warm, warm there. Yes, in the it's, it was a little warm. <laughs> yes, it was. But I'm just really impressed with your campus and your knowledge. Julie's knowledge of the history of Winston-Salem is very impressive. So you should, fun fact, you should ask her some trivia about, she told us many, many stories <laughs> about some the people. Some of them are juicy. Some of them involve murder and potentially. and The tobacco industry. Yes. There's a lot of stuff. Was there anything that surprised you? I didn't realize how big your city was. <laughs> that was, that was I, pretty. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, you it? live in a, you live in a thriving metropolis. We do. I mean, just so to let people know that this, you know, in the city of Winston Salem is there's one there's one population, but if we count all of the people who live in the little suburb communities right outside of the city. But still in the county, our metropolitan area, we have over 600,000 people. And Jenny was, she was just kerfuffled by that. I was. <laughs> I was. I just thought it was going to be a slow, like a smaller place. I don't know. You thought, you thought we all walked around with haze, with haste seeds no. sticking out of our teeth. <laughs> no. I just live in a very small place here uh, and I yes. take it for granted sometimes. So, yes, yeah, so that was fun to have you guys here. And I think we did some planning for next year and we had got to have a little bit of fun too. We did, we went to some golf simulators, but they did other things too. So that was fun. So you and I have been very busy. We have been very busy, but there are a couple other things I didn't participate in, but I did want to mention just so that folks know we are still really, you know, we spent the spring and summer getting our association's name out there. I wasn't able to attend, but we did present the higher ed session at RIMS in Atlanta in May. And thanks to our friends, Craig McAllister and Colorado Robertson. And did Lou help with that Lou as well? Lou did as well. Lou Drapeau. So they did, a, which my understanding is a very well attended 
It was a great session. And we also, we set up a meeting with the new RIMS leader. They have a new CEO now and their volunteer leader, Jennifer. And it was great to introduce our leadership team to their leadership team. And RIMS is a great great organization. And right now we are actually submitting to their call for presentations for San Diego. I did a call out to our affiliate members earlier this week to see if anybody wanted to partner with Ermia because we want to submit additional sessions for San Diego next week or next year. So that's in process right now. So Ermia hopes to have a nice presence at RIMS in San Diego next year. So we'll keep our fingers crossed on that. And then finally, Keisha Trim from the University of Richmond represented Ermia in May at the HBCU Risk Management Conference at Texas Southern University. And, you know, that was a great treat for us. We are trying to align with our strategic goal number four and, you know, be more purposeful about reaching out to underrepresented people and groups. And so this went right along with that very nicely. So... Indeed, yeah. So it's been a busy it's a whirlwind. spring and summer, as we have called it, the year of Jenny and Julie. No, Jenny and Julie. <laughs> I re- I really, I've been calling I've, it Jenny and Julie's Big Adventure. That's true. Jenny and Julie's Big Adventure, which I forgot that is like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, but I was thinking of it more like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, oh. one of my favorite movies. Oh, I know. We just lost Pete. We did. Kind of sad. So, yeah, so it's been very, very busy, but, you know, we are doing a lot to make sure that our association is out there and known and that we are making connections everywhere so we can continue to ensure that the association is successful for many, many years in the future. So thank you for all your efforts in that area. Well, thank you for giving so much time. Sure. Of your time to was fun. spending with Ermia this year. We have had we've had a lot of laughs and a lot of good work on Ermia's behalf, but really thanks to everybody who has spoken on Ermia's behalf. I mean, I know it's extra on your day job when you take on a speaking role at another conference and just kudos to everybody who joined us in 2023 and looking forward to all those people who are going to speak in a few weeks in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are heading to Baltimore in a few weeks. It's hard to believe that it's going to, that's almost here. It's going to be a really great event. And the conference committee has lined up some really neat things for us to do. And the educational sessions, as always, are going to cover a wide range of topics. So if you want to find more about the annual conference, be sure to listen to a recent podcast we did with the conference chairs, Rachel Pluvios, Keisha Trim, and Tristan Tafala. I don't want to steal any of their stuff. And there's, you know, new stuff all the time. There is new stuff all the time. Right. And if you haven't registered, there's still still plenty of time. So the hotel is getting full, but, (laughs) you know, we also have some other hotels nearby if that happens. So, If you think it's too late and you don't want to sign up because you think you may have missed it, you have not. So please come and join us. It's going to be great. The more the merrier is what I say. The more the merrier. That's right. And on that note, the Baltimore conference will be your last conference as executive director of Ermia, which is a little bittersweet for everyone. So thank you. But our committee 
our search committee for the executive director successor is hard at work and we've gotten a pretty steady stream of applications. So we're working through those right now to narrow them down and sort of come up with our first round of interviews. And we won't be announcing a new executive director in Baltimore, but we will keep everybody updated as we go through the process. And we will have, we will have an announcement later this fall. So Awesome. Yeah. I've had such a wonderful career for Ermia and really, really feel very fortunate. I'm actually having lunch next week with Bill Payton and Larry Stevens, who hired me back in 2005. Bill just happens to be coming through Bloomington. So that's kind of bittersweet in itself. But good things are going to happen for Ermia in the future. Change is good. It can be hard, but it really is good for all of us. So I just appreciate the opportunity Ermia has given me and all the people that I've had got to work with and the people that I've gotten to manage. Just appreciate everyone. Well, and, and again, to echo what I said earlier, you have really done a lot over your tenure to really elevate Ermia to get our name out, to be involved in other organizations and associations. And so, you know, we really, really appreciate you being such a good ambassador for our association. So well, thank you. You guys made it an easy job. <laughs> you guys are such great people. It's easy to be an advocate, you know, when everybody's doing good work and has such a good attitude. And Ermia is just a tremendous organization. So thank you. Certainly. So we are heading off to Baltimore soon. So yeah. And Julie, are we going to be doing one more presidential podcast? I think we'll do one after I step down from my leave office. Yes. After I leave office, just maybe a kind of a wrap up of my year. I mean, it's been really, really, really great. It's been an amazing experience. It's gone really fast. So it's hard to believe that it's almost over, but Craig McAllister is going to be a great president. So I will look forward to seeing what he does and supporting him. So, but yes, we will have one more, I think we'll have one more visit Absolutely. And that's why the president has three years, one year to warm up as president-elect, one year as president, and then you get to stay on as immediate past president. So it's all good. Unless you're Chauncey, but most presidents. Yeah. Some people get a bonus year. That's right. But most, not everybody gets that lucky, but that's right. That's right. (laughs) Chauncey and Courtney got a little extra and we appreciate them too. Well, Julie, thanks for being my wonderful, can we say co-host, special guest, president, say president, conversation partner. Oh, I like that. I like that. It's very politically correct. Well, I appreciate your time and all the travel that you've spent on Ermia this year and looking forward to seeing everybody who's joining us either online or in person in Baltimore. And that'll be a wrap on Ermia Matters. You've been listening to Ermia Matters. You can find more information about Ermia at www.urmia.org. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes available to Ermia members in the Ermia Network Library.